Agutin of Shabbos, Parshas Bereshis, Toshin Pedalit. This week's shear is sponsored by Aaron and Chani Kushner of Wesley Hills, New York, along with their Sharon Kushner team at EXP Realty, Leuli Nishmas, Avram Svi Ben Shmuel, and Ben Zion Ben Zalman Mordechai. Mir the Nishamas Thank you to our corporate sponsors. Bluestone Brokerage, the Hassan Zaltz Law Firm, and Meridian Senior Health. For future dedications and to sponsor a share, please reach out to 845-367-2959. Not really sure where to start, not really sure where to end. I don't know how to open this one. Well, generally, we could just jump right into the parsha, jump into the Antif, and discover and go through the Aveda of what lies before us this week. As we all know, it's just different. I think the only way to do it is just for me to share my personal experience of where I went for my clarity with my questions over the past few days, which will flow right into this week's shir, the Divrei Torah, hopefully the Torahist that we can draw. I'm not a man of words, especially in this situation, to give any concrete clarity, insight, hadracha. I'm only here to share my personal experience, what I went through, where I've drawn chizik from, even in times of such hester of confusion, where it's bleak and eerie, and we don't know what's going to be. It's simply scary, frightening. The terror that we are enveloped by from the hand of our enemy, we sometimes have to still look for the good, look for the Yad Hashem, as hard as it may be. And whatever message I do give over, which will hopefully be positive, and thoughts of bitachon, I in no way am preaching, I am in no way holding on the levels that we'll talk about, but simply these are things that I have heard, that I've discussed with my Rebbeim, and I'm only here to share them, and hopefully we can keep them in our minds, keep them in our hearts, and with time, hopefully they'll resonate, and we'll actually be able to feel those levels, feel those madregas, and they become a reality. And may Hashem bring the ultimate salvation and cure all of our ailments, heal all of our wounds, and bring the ultimate redemption, bring us all to Mashiach, bring us to Yerushalayim, to the base of Mikdash, where we all belong, and wipe away while our enemies, our foes, and we may be able to live with peace, with harmony, and with the Rabbanish Lailam, and may all the nations come and point in recognition that it's Hashem Walekim, Umalaharat's Deya. May the day come very soon when everyone realizes the Kalyachal, the Abishter, that there's only him, there's only his Malchus. May we get there very soon. A couple of days ago, I returned from my in-laws in Minneapolis at a wonderful Yantif there, Baruch Hashem. And on Simchas Torah, we heard the news. We danced like Kafas. We did Avoida. It was mandated for that time. But obviously, after Yantif, when all the news came in and we're, we were able to see things and hear things and make Asifas and Tehillim, I called my Rebbe, Rebbe Aaron David Wilner, and I asked him the question that struck the deepest chord that I would say bothered me the most, which is, how could it be that after an entire season of no word other than Halekite, of Dahibinkite, of exaltedness, of growth, of strides in our Vaidas Hashem, starting with Rishchidish El, we went to Rosh Hashanah, Shoifer, then we went to Yom Kippur, Tshuva, Ne'ilah, fasting, then we went to Sukkis, Potalarminim, we sat in the Sukkah, the Tzile de Manusa, we fabrained in the Sukkah, we sang Zmiras, Shuras with Tishbachis, with Avon Halal, we did Roshana Rabbah, Simchas Torah, so much, so much Kedusha packed into this small chunk of time. And to an extent, to each on our own level, we all felt that we grew, that we got closer to Hashem. So how could it be? I asked my Rabbi, 
that Dafka on that day, Simchas Torah, the climax of all the Kedusha, of all the holiness, on that specific day, how could it be that right then the tragic news had happened? What's the message behind that? What's the significance of that day? We know that Hashem never forsakes us. Yiddishkeit tells us that Hashem is always there. Altisyayish, Hashem always loves us no matter what, no matter how far we go. There's always tshuva, there's always repentance. So Hashem obviously doesn't forsake us. He doesn't say He doesn't want us. Yet at the same time, the day that we feel that we reach the top, on that day, calamity struck, tragedy permeated, Klaiso as a whole, as a nation, our brothers and sisters, young and old, have been ruthlessly killed in the most horrific, unfathomably brutal ways possible. What's the message? How are we supposed to interpret that on the day where we feel so cleansed, we feel we reached the top, on that specific day, the timing, Hashem gave us this awakening. Hashem sent us this message. How do we reconcile this? What are we meant to feel? To which my Rebbe responded as follows. He said, like a coin that has two sides, every situation as well has two sides, and this is no exception. And over here, Chas Hashem, we can never think that Hashem doesn't want us, that Hashem is pushing us away, that Hashem doesn't love and doesn't cherish our Avedah. Rather, punkt faker, to the extreme contrary, Hashem wants more. Hashem loves us so much, His love for us is boundless. As we know, each and every year is Halig, we're Kaddish. We have a burning Tzalem within each and every one of us. It's Hashem Himself. And our Avaidah, the Tshuva, the Zrizos, the excitement that we did through this entire time, the Yerach Yisanim, Elul, Rosh Hashanim, Kippur, Sukkis, it's so coveted, so beloved by Hashem. Hashem simply can't get enough. He simply wants more. And after an entire season of Avaidah, of being close with Him, on the last day before we were to go out, Hashem specifically then brought upon us this tragedy to remind us, to tell us, Rabbi my kinder, my kids, I need you more. I want you more. I love you so much. We see the increase of mitzvahs, of Ahavas Hashem, of bin Adun Lechavera, the chesed, it's unfathomable, it's unparalleled what's going on in the world right now with all the tzitzis and the food and the flights and the tefillahs and the achdos, hatzala, shoimrim, the tefillahs, it's, it's incredible. It's so sad that we had to go through this together. But the outcome in Ruchnius is unparalleled. And while it's so hard to accept and to realize that this is the truth, but the emes is the emes, we can't distort the facts, the truth. And if Hashem decides that this is the way, this is what needs to be done, we have to follow suit. This is a very high and noble level of bitachon, of realizing that it's all the Rebani Shalom, it's all His Ratzin. But at the end of the day, we have to realize that even mitoichastara, even when there's such high levels of astara's panim, it's his love manifesting itself because he simply wants us more. To bring out this point, a chassid once came to Rav Tali and told him all about the terrible tsars he was going through, the sickness, poverty, his marriage, his kids. He had no money to buy food. 
didn't have bread on the table. Everyone was starving. Pain and sorrow literally filled his life. And he poured his heart out to the Rebbe. And he said, I can't bear this anymore. The baggage is too overwhelming. He said, besides the pain itself, you can't imagine the toll it's taking on my Vedas Hashem. I can't daven the same. I can't learn the same. I can't do mitzvahs the same. My Vedas Hashem is pasha crumbling. And the Rebbe looked at him and he responded. He said, the only reason why I view yourself as crumbling is because of your preconceived notion of how your Vedas Hashem should look. But that's where you're mistaken. Because your Vedas Hashem is not based on the way you want it to look. It's based on the way Hashem wants it to look. And I think this message is exactly where we are right now. As much as it seems we're a crumbling nation, we're falling apart, that's not true. This is Gzairus Hamakam. This is the way Hashem needs it to be. And Hashem loves us more than anything. And all the Avaidah and the mitzvahs that we did, Hashem just can't get enough. He wants us doing more. And no matter where we are, we can always do more. We can always do another mitzvah. We can always do another act of chesed. We can say another kapitel tehillim. We can learn more Torah. We can always do more. And that's what Hashem wants. Now you may be wondering, okay, so Hashem needed to convey this message. He wants us to do more mitzvahs. But why did it have to come through such a tragic, horrific, atrocious way? Couldn't Hashem do it in a nicer way, on a lighter scale? To that the answer is that we can never really ask why. Like we said, we don't have the Urm Vitumim. This is part of Gullus. It's part of Gullus Adam. This is the exact definition of Gullus, of Hester. We don't have the Urmvatumim. We don't have the Navi. We don't have the Kayangadal. We don't have the Beis Mikdash. And this is all the more so a reason to pine, to yearn, to pray more, with more fervor, with more Kavana, to have that clarity. But for now, in Gullus, we have to just accept as hard as it is as lofty as it sounds, perhaps abstract and untangible. But this is the MS. We can't ask why. We don't know why. No one can tell us why. The only thing we can know, the only thing we can focus on is what. What Hashem wants. And that's more of us. And that's not because we're insufficient or what we've done is inadequate. But Fakir, on the contrary, Hashem loves it so much. And the chizik is that no matter how bleak and dark, as they say in Yiddish, how finster it is. Yes, it's dark. It's scary. It's frightening. We don't know what's going to happen in a second from now. But if you recognize and realize that Hashem is the Kol Yachol, and everything could be nishapech, could be turned over, keheref ayin mamish, in the blink of an eye, we know we're in the best hands, and we somehow realize that all of the calamity that struck our brothers and sisters, all the pain, all the hostages, all those that were killed, somehow, will be better off, as hard as it is to hear. But that's what we are. Believers, the son of believers, the children of believers, we have to continue that legacy, continue believing, and with the increase of our bitachan, our muna, being so Hashem for everything, and realizing that He's the Kal that should be in itself a catalyst, the greatest reason for Hashem to be besimcha, to be happy, to feel loved and wanted, and to taka come back and rest his shechina amongst all of us in the galos. Hashem should be shoycha moschala gaim. He should spill his wrath on all of the terrible tyrant gaim, our oppressors, wipe them all out and redeem us and save us. With long-awaited Mashiach Zidkenu b'mehira mamish. Please Hashem, for all those that need healing, please extend a refuah 
and to all those who suffered loss, Hashem, please grant them relief and consolation. All those that are fighting on the front lines, please envelop them with your protection. Hashem, we're all in pain. We're all crying. We all yearn for you. Please, Hashem, redeem us. Please, Hashem, send Mashiach to We need him. We need you right now. Maybe we to Yeshua is I wish you all a good Shabbos.